also known as Janet's Bad Week. This is American Hunter on Stinger Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sticker Badness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. By bad movie lovers, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. And uh, welcome to you, lords and ladies. Karate uh, chap! Um, okay, that was coming in a little strong while I was trying to greet people who have come to hear professionalism in podcasting, Jackie. And you're just over there karate chopping away. Hey, if they're here for pro- professional, oh yeah, yeah, mm, okay, yeah, right. I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> they might be also. I thought I was on a lime boat. <laughs> lime boat. I want to be on that lime boat too, I Sam. Really want a fucking lime boat. That yeah, we'll get awesome. we'll get to the lime boat. We'll we'll uh, that's I we know have you room guys in our are yard. jumping up and down about getting to this goddamn lime boat. But yeah. uh, American Hunter from 1989 currently available on YouTube uh, for free. Uh, just. Uh, Search American Hunter. I think it's the second you video that comes up. Search American Hunter 1989. Actually, don't search at all. Go to our website, www.stinkermadness.com. I will have the video embedded there, so you don't even need to search for it. Go to the greatest website about bad movies of all time. And go there to donate to our Patreon. It's not a donation, really. Just giving us money. Yeah, really it's just chucking. Yeah, chuck money at us. Chuck money at us. Ones, twos, thousands, whatever. We'll take them. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm good with a dollar. Dollar pays for a movie. Uh, well, technically, no, it doesn't. All right, three, fine. Three dollars does. Chuck three dollars out. Three. Do- we need three dollars a month from you to uh, keep us watching shit. Uh, <laughs> Sam, this is your pick this week. Yes. Uh, this is your second go around of American Hunter because we were going to talk about it last week on streaming news and don'ts, but you just decided to pull the trigger and make it an episode. Well, I had to because it was the most. It's sort of the most bonkers nonsense that I've had fall on me since uh, Kung Fu Killer Elephants on a Kung Fu Rampage. Yeah, you mean like the random like, "Eh, yeah, let's try it. And then you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, Yeah. got it. This thing is it comes in hot and it stays fairly sustained hot and you are confused by it the entire time. Despite some action sequences that are quite not (laughs) action. And martial artists that. Other than you know uh, Bill Superfoot Wallace, you're right. Of course, be everybody knows Bill Superfoot Wallace. You actually should know who Bill Superfoot okay, Wallace all is. Okay, uh, He was the first like big time American kickboxer and in the American League, but he was undefeated. Uh-huh. He also uh, personally trained Elvis and John Belushi. Really? He's wow. the guy who found John Belushi's body. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, he was friends with him. That's that's a big deal right there. Yeah. Uh, also, he's been on screen with about everybody. Mm-hmm. It's done martial arts films, okay. including uh, he's in Chuck Norris's first movie, Force of One. Okay. And then uh, also has a little prolonged fight with Jackie Chan in The Protector with him and Denny Aiello. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Uh, uh, he looks like a creeper. Oh, man. He's a great, 
facial creepy looking dude. Like he knows how to milk his face to make himself look creepy. He does a lot of face acting. Uh, didn't you also say we just saw him in something else? No, in the other guy we saw, Gordon, Mike Abbott. Okay. The mustache muscle guy. Uh-huh. He was the yellow ninja in one of the five uh, Godfrey Ho movies that we've watched recently. Okay. I can't okay. remember if it was... Ninja versus Ninja. Ninja versus Ninja, Ninja Protector, Ninja Code, The Abandonment. Ninja 8, Warrior of Fire. Yeah, Ninja, 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 those crazy ninjas. <laughs> I'm, I would go swimming with that man. Just, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty uh, ripped, I guess. He looks strong. Yeah. Like, I would pretend to drown so that he would have to give me CPR with his mustache. Uh, because you're eight. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He was, he's sexy, man. Accosting somebody's accosting somebody. Doesn't matter how you get there. Yeah, and it's the 80s, so you can just accost away. Yeah. In fact, literally, at one point in this film... Someone, uh, sexual sexual assault on film, someone went out of their way like they're doing a fall, right? Mm-hmm. And it's during one of the shootouts. A guy, like, reaches around underneath the woman to grab her boobs as they're both going down. Right. And I didn't notice until the second time. I was like, well, that's, like, really going out of your way to grab a boob yeah. on screen, yeah. buddy. Nice. In <laughs> uh, um, the film also, of course, stars Chris Mitchum. Chris Mitchum. Yeah, because you got Robert Mitchum was uh-huh. a huge deal. Oscar winning uh, famed actor. And then his eldest son, James, was not such a big deal. Not- and then Chris was yeah. after that, and he's doing these movies in Indonesia. Uh, Chris Mitchum is arguably worse than Frank Stallone. Oh, I don't think Frank Stallone can do the high kicks. No, 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 no. As far as the action, but like, this is... He stinks. He's a doofer. He is a total doofer. He does look more like Robert Mitchum than James Mitchum Mm -hmm. does, though, which isn't really what you want. You want to look like mom. Yeah. I think. I think James won that battle. Right. But uh, for all of Robert Mitchum's acting, I kind of look at him like, oh, that's a weird looking guy. Maybe maybe not Frank Stallone. He he might be more Joe Estevez in this whole grand scheme of like, I'm related to somebody. And so I get to be in movies. But I kind of stink. Joe Estevez was just in I Got the Hookup that I watched, and he uh, nails it. So oh, yeah. I'm going to put Joe <laughs> over the top of Frank and uh, Chris right here. Joe Estevez, mm. is, is, Joe Estevez is frequently enjoyable, whereas I don't know about the other guys. <laughs> okay. What else you got? This is a uh, film by one of the more prominent directors in Indonesian film history. He's such a big deal that he goes by one name. Yeah. Erizal. And uh, he has at least 50, but more like 58 movies to his name. Uh-huh. And then also, he's not choosy about what he does. He's directed over 1,000 episodes of soap operas. Whoa. Oh, that so this would be guy, so fun. Yeah. Fucking, he's like... T- Takashi Miike working, like, mm-hmm. just does not stop. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did not until the late 90s. Mm-hmm. But from the 60s to the late 60s to the late 90s, this guy was hot. Yeah. And a uh, little of everything, you know, life pieces, slice of life pieces, <laughs> romance films, and then these uh, karate movies where he decides to jump cars over everything all right. the time. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Why not? Yeah. Uh, is this your first foray, foray into the Indonesian action film, Jackie? Yeah. What did you notice that the stunts were all like way too dangerous? Yeah, like the one where the guy's on the zip line mm-hmm. from the building, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a harness on. No. And there's no like 
oh, you fell on a piece of bamboo. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah, it's uh, there's no safety features at all for any of these stunts right, or shots. It's right. like you can tell when somebody is seriously hurt. This is tame for an Indonesian movie stunt wise right, as well. Absolutely. Like these people are just not it, it doesn't matter as long as they get the shot. Right. The guy got blown up in a car. Right. He was inside of a car and it exploded with a man inside of it in this movie. Yes. And we're considering it tame with some of the stunts that they do over there. Right. Uh, same with the Philippines. But my weird thing about like Indonesian and Filipino movies is they have no regard for human life. Stuntmen are expendable. I we, was trying to dance around that, but you just went out and said it. I, I'll, yeah. why, why would we dance around that? I don't know. It was the 80s. It's the, I think that there's probably some union laws now, but back then, I'm going to diss on that shit. There's no regard for human life as far as stuntmen. Like, I'm sure there is a list someplace of all the stuntmen that have died in Indonesian and Filipino movies, and it's lengthy. It's not uh, a list. It's just a mass grave. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, um, same with uh, animal life. Uh, obviously, Calamity of Snakes we're not Whoa. comfortable with. Um, but then there's they're so conservative as far as sexuality. We're fine with killing actual people while making our movies, just as long as their boobs don't come out. Yeah. It's a capital offense. Right. It's so weird. It was super weird. They like don't have love scenes. No, they have love scenes. They don't dance around it. They, I mean, they do dance around it, but they have to still cram in the sexy as far as they can go with the quote unquote sexy in almost every single one of these movies. It's just like completely bass backwards. Well, and I was afraid that, what is this? Two foot? Light foot? Super foot? Super foot. Bill Super Foot Wallace. I thought he was going to die when he was trying to get from the truck mm-hmm. onto the train because whoever was driving him was just like, oh, sorry about that, and almost crushed him. Yeah. I am still not sure that that wasn't a... If they didn't build a rig for that, that was just a stupid thing you to do. You need a rig for that. Yeah. Ugh. It was... um, I. It didn't I, look like they built a rig it for it. It does not no. look like they built a rig. And I was sitting there going, that guy's going to fucking die. Yeah. yeah. He looked panicked when he was doing it. Like, Yeah, like, like I got to get out of here sooner. This is... Not what I thought it was going to be. We're only doing this once. If I make it into the train, I'm never doing this fucking stunt again. Yeah. What else you got, Sammy? That's about the size of okay. it. For yeah, there's probably not going to be America. a lot of it. Well, I do have the titles that it was. Okay. Yeah. In 1986, it was released as Denda Mabara in Indonesia, but okay. we don't get it until 89 as either American Hunter or Lethal Hunter, depending on what uh, market you live in. Yeah. And okay. it was a uh, German company atlas who's still around still doing stuff like this Mm -hmm. uh to this day atlas distributing out of uh, germany okay all right so i wonder if it was uh had kind of a run in uh the european market as lethal hunter possibly probably all right well you guys ready to uh get into it as it were yes as it could be as it should be jackie any further thoughts we open up on a meeting Between two dudes and a guy in a yellow jacket. There, let's dive into the the to the main. We're gonna call it the plot because it should be the plot. They lose focus on what the plot is for ninety percent of this film. But there is a ninja tape, uh, our favorite uh, thing ever, basically uh, microfilm that has some sort of information that can crash the world markets. Is that what we? Or to understand here? Yeah. 
I thought it was a deal that they made that they didn't want anybody to know about because it was highly illegal. Uh I wasn't real sure. Okay, but how does that, like, fuck up the planet? I didn't think it was fucking up the planet. I just thought it was... Yeah, no, they're going to sell it to international terrorists, this microfilm. Yeah. Okay, I missed that part. Yeah. They've destroyed all the other copies. It's now on one piece of microfilm, and it's the most important information that's ever been recorded on 10 frames of microfilm. Yeah, right. And I still don't know if it's, like, weaponized data, like you plug it in... To a computer, which microfilm doesn't do? You have to go to the library and get on one of those microfish machines. Right. But if I remember correctly, the microfish machine was a lot bigger, like the actual microfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They only have like 10 frames on that strip. The whole strip looks like a little miniature binoculars that you plug into the... uh, But there's probably, you know, 40 or 50 feet, not two inches. There's only two inches of microfilm in this movie. Right. I accused it the first time of being... Uh, broken off piece of sunglass. Oh, that's what like, I thought yeah, it was too. Yeah. I didn't get a look at good look at it until the end of the movie, and you're like, is that somebody's just like one earpiece of a sunglass? Is that what I'm? That's the secret information there. At is one it, point, yeah. I thought it was piece of Twizzler. Oh, <laughs> like it was a piece of licorice. Yeah, it yeah. could be that too. Black black twist tie. Yeah. Uh, either way, I call bullshit on the movie right here and now. There's nothing. The 10 pages of documents could provide that would crash the entire world market. It's no. not possible. Uh, anyways, so hot, hot business as far as this. These guys have got it. They're on top of a, uh, like a, like a sky rise. They're sure. in a big, tall building. And they're like, uh, Gary, uh, we've got the microfilm. Enter yellow jacket. Take it out of here. Yeah. It, yeah. Gary wearing the yellow jacket. He's like, okay, cool guys. See you later. And leaves. Cut to a guy on a building across the street who's got binoculars, who has seen this entire transaction sure. go down. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> well, he's looking at everything through binoculars, and then he just puts them down, nods, and then puts on an orange helmet. And you're like, what's this guy put on a helmet for? Right. Then he hops into the driver's seat of a Jeep, and he jumps from that building through their window. Uh-huh. And crashes his Jeep into the office and starts shooting everybody dead. It's awesome. It is hot shit right at the beginning. Uh, cars don't fly, Brian. Cars don't fly, right Brian. There. Yeah, it's awesome. He Not kills to, everybody. And, and then, he was quite portly. So he was doing some things. I want to interject this here. Yeah. Like squatting and, and making himself very small uh-huh. and very tight spaces so that he could protect himself from bullets. Uh-huh. And I thought, how is he doing that? Yeah, he comes in as action guy, starts blowing everybody away, doing battle rolls, and uh, just being a general tough guy. And then you get a look at him, and you're like, this guy? This is the guy, huh? Huh. He's the king of burritos. Yeah, that's. I actually thought he was going to take a break in the middle of the shootout and eat a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have. He's that badass. Yeah. He, he rolls through these guys. Yeah, he's really good at shooting people, but he's not very good at paying attention. <laughs> Because he watched the guy with the yellow jacket, who's really hard to miss because he's wearing a yellow jacket, Uh grab the microfilm and leave. And he knows that that happened, but he still searches the entire office for the microfilm anyway. Right. And then calls somebody and says, I got everybody, but yellow jacket is still out there. I saw him leave with the microfilm. Why were you looking this whole time? Well, I mean, you you tore the... Yeah, whatever. 
I'm thinking he was looking for drugs or cash. Or a burrito. <laughs> yeah. And he's maybe, like, I'm out of lunch keep, money. They keep their burritos in the safe, right? That's where I keep my burritos. <laughs> Who doesn't? Why, you put them in an office fridge. Some assholes. Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up and eats your burrito. That's what hey, happens. I'm going to attest to this because somebody stole my fucking mayonnaise at, at work. Those bastards. And mayonnaise. somebody used all of my fucking butter, too. Yeah, if they're going to. I have toast every morning for breakfast. Oh, all right, well. And somebody stole like half of my butter. Like it was obvious that somebody was eating my butter because there were crumbs in there that were not sourdough crumbs. I'm just saying. And I don't leave crumbs in my butter. And I was like, you fucking bastards. And so, then I went to go make a sandwich and I was like, where's my mayonnaise? And, and everybody's like looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's a guy standing in the corner going, oh, roll, roll. Do you have an entire mouthful of mayonnaise, sir? Pete? Did you just drink my mayonnaise? Or, or, or drink her mayonnaise. Pete, why is your genitals covered in mayonnaise? <laughs> why uh, is there a perfect penis-shaped hole in my mayonnaise jar? You have balls covered in mayonnaise, and Deborah has white eyebrows. <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, yeah, things get a little loose where Jackie works. Um, so, he, yeah, he radios down to his man on the ground, who then follows Yellow Jacket and the film uh into a first first of a series of quite slow car chases yeah <laughs> he hits him pretty good at the first but then he still gets away yeah right. well yellow jacket does get into a yellow car right yeah in, in case he needs to be found by anyone ever <laughs> because he's got the most dangerous microfilm in the world uh-huh. and he's supposed to be incognito right and he's just blasting yellow all over He's got the a screen. Neon sign on top of it that says, "Hey guys, I'm right here. It's me, <laughs> yellow guy." Uh, yeah, so they go on a really slow car chase, eventually ending with uh, the man on the ground, who we don't know who is, uh, shooting out his tire. That car jumps over another car, and then does the like thing at truck monster truck yeah. shows where they line up all the cars yeah. and you see how far Bigfoot can get into them. Mm-hmm. It only makes it like four cars in, <laughs> right? but it lands on top of like four cars and he dies from it. Yeah. And it looks like they're right in front of some kind of classy museum or something with know. all the pillars and everything that are Pill- behind her. Pillars. Pillars. Yeah. Pillars. Sure. Pillars that are behind it. It looks like something like we would have at like Jefferson Memorial or right. something. Yeah. And I'm like that. Okay. Just park him like that and then crash into him. Anyways, this guy grabs the film and takes off. So now Selick, Selick's men have the film. Selick. Yeah. He's going to be important for about eight minutes. Yeah. Cut to a fancy restaurant where we get introduced to Jake Carver, Chris Mitchum's character, who is, as far as I understand, a freelancer. Um, he's an yeah. American hunter, Justin. Right. Yeah, he's an American hunter. He and he works somewhere with either the police station um, or the United States Embassy because um, he's friends with all the cops, and he a- has a partner that is from that country. Um, um, he later his cop buddy Roy, uh huh, who may or may him, not be a cop because he never wears a cop uniform. He's plain clothes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Because he shows up with the cop. Maybe he's giving him a ride. I don't know. I don't. So Roy's Roy, but uh-huh. Roy tells him later that his murder charges are clear. Roy and Jake are above the law. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, they, I have no reason to believe that Jake does anything other than he's like a, like pretending to be a superhero who 
breaks every law he possibly can on the way. Like, I'm going to save the world from stuff yeah. that I get involved in. And yeah, save the world from that vagina over there. Right. He's he's kind of like Duncan Jackson that way. Oh, Duncan at least has an organization that yeah, he works for. Right. That's and stuff. This guy just offered his services <laughs> one day. Yeah, right. Jake doesn't even have his own fucking gun. Right. He never has his he always takes other people's guns. He just has one suitcase full of denim and one suit. <laughs> so in other words, he's the vulture. The vulture. The vulture of culture. Yeah. <laughs> just stealing guns off the dead people. Maybe he that's where he got his one suit. Mm. He vultured it off of somebody. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why not? He's not even really Jake. He stole that name. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think Jake is the type of guy that would kill another man to steal his clothes. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, either way, he meets he meets Selleck, uh yeah. and he's uh, there to negotiate for the microfilm. But before all that goes down, we get introduced to Janet as well. Selleck's secretary. She, she manages that restaurant is what she says okay. later. Yeah. Or the, his restaurants. Uh, okay. All right. All so right. he's got a restaurant division. All right. And then a... Uh, Evil crime, a nefarious crime division. Wait, I don't even know if he, he would call it evil because he didn't create the microfilm. He just stole it and then but offers he had it to, to the highest bidder, I guess. Which he is had the man on top of a building jump a Jeep from building top to middle of building and kill people. That's fairly nefarious. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Fair enough. If you've got guys that can do that, you're up to no good. So he's like, hey, Janet, can you come in here for a second? Get a look at this lady, Jake. Uh, here's, I got you a little something in my last trip to, uh, hubba hubba Thailand or wherever the fuck I went. And it's a fucking makeup case. What what are those called, Jackie? It's a compact. Compact. Yeah, 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 yeah. like face powder in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And looking at it, my first thought was, wow, fuck you, buddy. What are yeah. you saying? I've got blemishes and I should cover him up? Or, but, and he's kind of being pervy about it too. Like, I just want you to carry this with you for the rest of your life and always think of me. Always. I'm on you. Uh Uh-huh. I'm on your person. Uh, If you want me to always carry it with my person and always think of you, it is not going to come in the form of a powder press. Yeah, you better give me a fucking diamond bracelet, you butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anything that's jewelry related would be fine. It's it's like a $3 present. Sure. (laughs) And you could have done better with like an Iron Man keychain. Right. That would have been a better $3 present. Like she would actually kept that shit. Like, oh, this is stupid, but I'll keep it. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not even like a name brand. It's it's an an off brand, which is $3. Your pervy boss has given you a $3 present and then said, I want you to always think of me. Mm -hmm. That shit's going in the trash. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, anyways, so she leaves, and, and Jake's like, okay, so I want that film. Uh, I'll give you a million bucks, and, and Selleck's like, no, make it two. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll do two, whatever. Gets a phone call yeah, uh, from Gordon. Mike Abbott, mustache who's guy. Who's Jackie's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yep, and my pool buddy. Yeah, he's chilling out in the pool like, hold on. Uh, let, we can finish this negotiation, but my phone's ringing, and I'm going to have a conversation with Gordon. Sort of. This phone conversation doesn't make any sense because he's like, he answers it, and then there's a guy standing next to a pool yelling at a phone, right? Not talking into it, and then he's telling him that Gordon's about to be there. <laughs> you're like, just get him, just have him make the fucking phone call, right? But either way, he offers him five, right? And then Chris Mitchell, like Jake's all bent out of shape. He's like, I thought we made a deal for two, and he never made a deal. No, 
You just offered him to. Right. Now he's getting five. Right. So he slaps him in the fucking face. He goes apeshit here. And this is when I started. The rest of it was just standard cheap B-movie action schlock Mm -hmm. until he slaps this guy into a chair 360. He doesn't care. The guy that gets slapped, Selick, has this expression on his face like, you just slapped me full circle, but I don't (laughs) give a shit. And then he pulls out a gun to shoot him, and you're like, what the fuck? And then Jake jumps into the door of the office and does a backflip, and in one motion- Dodging the bullet. Yeah, dodges, jumps over the bullet by jumping into the door- and then backflips into kicking the gun out with one foot, kicking the gun out of Selick's hand, and then the other foot sweep kicking his face and knocking him out of the chair. It's bananas. It doesn't work without heavy cutting, but uh, it's something. That's when you sort of sit up and go, what am I watching? Hold on. The bullshit meter just went up. Yeah. Uh, A bunch of guys come into the restaurant. These are Gordon's men, we find out, but they just start shooting up the place like, Hey, how do, how do you even do that if you're Gordon? Well, I've offered you $5 million for this. Hey, guys, go shoot up the hotel. Yeah, did he take the offer? I don't know. Find out Fuck after it. you shoot him. Fuck it. Let's just go shoot a bunch of people. If how do we you- know that those people weren't there because they they were unsatisfied with their meal? <laughs> this is Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So it's a bad Wait, Yelp. That's like a roundabout way to be raised. Oh, their food's terrible. No, no, no. <laughs> they don't have Yelp. Because this is the eighties, oh, right? Good so God. they're like, "Fuck that! That place was fucking terrible." And they overcharged us for, oh, and they charged us for soy sauce. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck that place. Get your gun. We're going back. <laughs> yeah, Gordon. It's all just an incredible coincidence that also Gordon's there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so they blow the hell out of the place. Uh, Jake is uh, dodging bullets, still shooting back. Two cops arrive. One of them being Roy. In Roy's, <laughs> it's a Civic. It's a Honda Civic. It's just a ninety-one Honda Civic. It's a yeah, an eighty-six Honda Civic. Uh, it's, it's not a cop car. <laughs> it's maroon, the same color your grandma would buy. Yeah, right? actually, my grandma had a gray one, but it was the same model. Mm. Uh, so they start shooting up guys outside. Janet has gone home for the night. I guess like I'm leaving. She just walked outside to see what was going on. And then all of a sudden was in between a gunfight. Right. And this is the first time Janet gets nabbed. Like this movie repeats itself so many times with, uh, Slow car chases, sure. slow chases of any kind, um, and Janet getting nabbed. <laughs> Janet gets nabbed for the first time. Right. Slowly. The guy's got like an Uzi or something, and uh-huh. he's like, oh, you're going to be doing the driving. You think that they're going to drive away, but then you just see this Jeep show up, and he's not in the car all the way yet, and the Jeep hits the door, pretty much smashing his leg off. Yes. And you find out Jake's driving the Jeep. Uh-huh. And then he comes up and just starts kicking the guy in the smashed leg. Who sent you? Who's your boss? Yeah. And he says Gordon. Mm-hmm. Because you only there's only six first names and they're the only people you need to know <laughs> right. in this entire movie. And then I think it's Gordon on top on the rooftop that shoots no, him. No, 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 it's another guy. It's another guy. Uh because Jake chases this guy. Okay. Uh so yeah, he shoots shoots the the hostage taker. Janet's free, everybody. You're worried about Janet. Um, so Jake chases after this guy up onto the roof, who then takes Jackie's zipline thing that was a dangerous stunt, 
But then Jake gets knocked off the roof. He's going to zip line, but then somebody is able to shoot the zip line. Uh, right. So he just falls through some scaffolding. He falls six stories to his death. Someone was, I don't know what the bottom of the scaffolding, but it was not a, the person, the stuntman that's falling unless they, it didn't look like they sped the footage up. And it doesn't look like a dummy either. It looks no, like a man. it's a guy falling six stories through scaffolding. Yeah. And and then so, but then cut to Jake doing a battle roll at the end of six stories. Yeah, and <laughs> He's having some, okay. and, and then some pottery from the scaffoldings landing on him uh-huh. instead of like, oh, I'm very annoyed by this pottery. <laughs> yeah, because uh, my ankles aren't broken. Yeah. Enter our third reoccurring theme in this movie. Jake is impervious. Yeah, he's pretty super powered. He cannot be killed. Wiener strength. Wiener strength. If you don't have a nice wiener, then, then you have what I like to call wiener strength, which means that all of your muscles and everything, all of your girth went to your ankles or your fists or if you're just an average dude, I'm just saying. <laughs> wiener strength. This, this, is, this a, is a new yeah. thing I have just this, made up. This is science, people. Mike Tyson's <laughs> penis is horribly deformed. That's why his <laughs> wrists are so strong. He'll kick your ass. Whatever. Uh, so Jake follows this guy into this dungeon, which I guess they have. They just, they had like an exterior of a temple or something, uh-huh. but then they built an interior that looks like shit and it's, it's a awful. dungeon, but it's also like a storage room for boxes and straw and confetti. Yeah. ifs? Uh, so he fights this guy. Uh, some guys, actually. There's more than one, this one guy in there. Sure. But eventually, he gets netted because like, he's doing fucking flips and yeah. kicking guys through fucking woods and gets like... One guy grabs like a like a makeshift quarterstaff, yeah. which Jake just snaps in half off his knee and then beats the shit out of all of them. But a fucking net can get him. Well, nets are really... I mean, if it wasn't such a good weapon... There wouldn't be the endless quest to make a functional net gun. Right. Uh, it's not, yeah, no net guns involved. It doesn't have anchors. It's just like a fucking fishing net. What, what's fun is the guy just shows up with this net and then he puts it down and tries to fight him. Uh-huh. And you're like, dude, why didn't you just use the net? Right. It's obviously the greatest weapon of all time. Lead with the net. Yeah. You net a guy. He's not just going to go like, okay, I'm going to take this net off now. He's going to be like, you've trapped me. So he, he's netted and incapacitated and then gets bonked. It's a really bad cut. Yeah, real bad. They're like They whack him in the back of the head and he's like, ah, and then he's about to open his eyes, not knocked out, and he's been captured, I guess. Yeah, and like right before that, Gordon was like, kill him, and they bonked him, and then take him to Torture Town. Yeah. Torture Town, for all your sadistic needs. Yeah, right. It's right next to Spatula City. Uh, elsewhere. Gordon has chased down Selleck. Yeah. Who's like, and give me the fucking film, you son of a bitch. No, I am going to run you over through a brick wall. <laughs> Just runs the guy through a brick wall. Like the whole movie, the one guy you can't kill is Selleck. He's the only guy that knows anything. They kill him first. They kill him first, which like wasn't even necessary. This is just done in like, you know what? I think I want to run a guy over sure. today. And it starts another, like, recurring theme where 
right before you do something that's completely incomprehensible, you just yell asshole at somebody. <laughs> He's like, where's the table? I'm not going to tell you asshole. And then he kills him. Like, ask him again, maybe. Right, right. Maybe use some tactics to get the information out of him. You just yell asshole and kill him. Right. And I love that Selick doesn't do anything to save his own life. Like, doesn't try to jump out of the way. Right. Or- on top of the hood, he just stands there. And slowly gets his leg smashed against a brick wall in a car. Yeah. But to Sam's point, I think from now on, when I'm at work, mm-hmm. somebody makes me mad right before I do something to them. I'm like, asshole! <laughs> and then throw a pencil at them. <laughs> okay, so they're back at the Torturing Carver uh, Palace. I guess it's the dungeon. I don't know where they're doing this at. They keep building these houses outside of a quarry where they're allowed to blow stuff up. Yeah, right. I liked this house because it had a really nice paned window. Ooh. And I thought, they're not going to blow this thing up. Uh, it seems like they're going out of their way. But either way, before all this happens, they, they're torturing Carver like, who are you? Who sent you? What's your fucking deal, dude? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Mostly because the answer is, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Um, They put this like thing on his neck. It's a atta- collar. It's a, They've got a collar attached to a post. Uh-huh inside this barn house. Right. And they affix him to that so that they can zap his ass. They put (laughs) the electrical, like the ball shocker thing, whatever those are called, uh, jumpstart cables, basically, that plug into a wall. Yeah, no, this is just a cord that plugs into like a a 220 for a dryer Uh and then has vice grips on the end of it. Right. This is going to kill his ass in a second. Especially because when you see the electrical effect, it's not without uh, those uh, Tesla arc-like things. Sure. Like, there is electricity coming out of this man's head. (laughs) Yeah, I was, uh, again, it was like surprise after surprise. I was like, really? Animation? And he's he's barely even bothered about it. No, they're kind of looking at each other like, you're shocking me. Yes, I am. I don't like it. I thought they were going to get his nipples. Yeah, well, that's usually... Because it looked like clamps. Right, there, yeah. And so when they went for the neck thing, I was like, oh. Well, he's not going to tell us his deal. Uh, Let's blow the whole house up. Don't just shoot him. He's nabbed. You got to blow this whole place up? I think Gordon's just a little impatient. (laughs) He's like, you know anything? No? All right, zap him and blow this shit up. Right. You're going to ask him twice, maybe (laughs) one time. You ask one of these people something fucking twice. Well, his boss does have an, an eagle or a falcon it's or something. A, it's a bird of prey. Right. Yeah. Whoosh. Um, down the hill, <laughs> Roy has gotten a hot tip from the most interesting man in this movie. Yes. There's a man on a bicycle wearing a tank top. And There's some like, very short shorts. He's like, yeah, I saw five guys. One of them had a hood. They're right up there. I knew I shouldn't have filed a police report. I'm too busy with my training. <laughs> and then he's gone. You never see this guy again. You don't know what he's training for, if it's what the hell's going on. Why even put that line in? Just say, oh, yeah, they're right up the hill, yeah. dude. But he is full of remorse for fucking up his own day. Right. By reporting something that may or may not have been a crime. Right. Oh, man, it's hilarious. So Roy's on his way. Passes the guys uh, as they're leaving. And they double back. He shoots them. Their car flips and yeah. crashes. Uh, then he goes inside. The whole place is on fire now. They're not just going to blow it up. They're going to blow it up with fire. 
and dynamite. He actually, Gordon says, fire the place, so. Right. Yeah, but they do strap dynamite to some stuff. Right. Like, it'll just blow up when the fire gets good enough, I, I guess. guess. Well, it's like they have six sticks, right? And they've already wrapped them in black tape, and then they put the, the uh, Velcro on them uh-huh. so that they're easily attached. Right. To whatever situation. These guys are prepared <laughs> for any dynamite slash burn it down situation. They learned from Doug who was shot in the head last time he didn't bring any dynamite with no, no, oh No, they don't shoot anybody in the head, Jackie. They got to go through this elaborate fucking, well, we're going to blow up another property to, sure. that we own to kill Doug. Or if you <laughs> fuck up and you're on company time, the boss will f- fight you in a duel to the death and feed you to his dogs. Right, mm. indeed, which happens later. Uh, so he gets in, busts Jake out. They dive through the window. Uh, it's awesome. I love that. And then the house explodes. They jump onto a mattress. They ju- they are blown to safety. And right. then there's a visible mattress that they <laughs> land on in the shot. So now this Craig T. Nelson dude named Adam is involved. It's Superfoot now. This is about. Bill Superfoot Wallace, champion kickboxer, he, judo champion. There's now a new villain? He was already in the movie. Barely. When we first see him, he is the guy with the birds of prey. I understand. That tells him to pay the $5 million. And then we don't see him again until now. Okay. Because it sure makes the, like the initial sequences I, with Gordon sure make it seem like he is the guy with all the cash. Uh, Gordon's just whatever. a playboy. We're going to yeah. go back to it because of, yeah, we'll just wait for that one, I guess. Who works for who? <laughs> <laughs> who does number two work for? Uh so he beats the shit out of these guys that I guess failed to kill Jake. Yeah. Uh, the car crashing guys. Sure. And it's fun because he's like, you guys can do whatever if you can get past me. And then they try to kill their boss. He doesn't say if you can beat me in a fight, they just go straight for the fucking throat. Like, okay, we'll kill you, boss. That's how we're going to do it. But they don't. He beats the shit out of him and then feeds him to his dogs. Yeah. He feeds him to his dogs. Yeah. So he has a falcon and four German shepherds thus far. Oh, yeah. Another recurring theme. You know, yeah. what would have happened if they would have just sat down? The dogs? No, the criminals. And they were like, oh, I just have to get past you. I know you have irritable bowel syndrome. I'm just going <laughs> to sit down until you have an episode. We're going to play the waiting game. Yeah. And then you're going to walk out of here and I'm going to just walk right past you. No, you probably wouldn't have done anything because you just would have had a tantrum. Yeah, like, no if you're not going to fight back, I'm going to go outside. I'm not even going to feed you to my dogs. They don't, even, they, don't like, they don't like not tough guys. Assholes. Assholes. <laughs> and then he shoots them. Like, oh, fuck. I forgot about yelling asshole and killing someone for no reason happens all the time in this movie. Apparently, Carver likes to hang out at the Shaolin Temple. <laughs> I, so he's got the shit kicked out of him and uh-huh. he needs medical attention. He's like, no, I need something i need uh metaphysical attention instead so spiritual healing he has a shaw brothers bad makeup old kung fu master it was his pal yeah it's like yeah come live at the temple man you're always welcome because of that thing in the place that we did. You remember that? Because he trained me, I guess. I don't fucking They trained each other. Because yeah. after he heals, he's just in black pajamas. And they do like this whole 
uh, Peter Sellers' Pink Panther routine where they fight each other real quick just for fun. Just fun. And he throws a knife at his master who does a backflip and catches it in his teeth. Right. It's that, again, Duncan Jacks with his uh, manservant. Hey, boss, going to kill you today. Going to try to kill you, but I know you're going to catch it and then throw it back at me, and I'm yeah. going to catch it. This whole, this whole maybe we'll die by each other's hand thing. You know, that old game. We only do it in front of a company. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd just be eating a bagel and talking about the news. So he's like, all right, well, I got to get this microfilm thing. That's kind of pretty high on my list. But first, I got to go on a date with Janet. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go on a date. They just bone. Yeah. It's it just Janet's house. To them in a bed. Where she confesses that she loves him. Yeah. I love you. I, I don't even know you, but I love you. She saw him smash a man's leg off. Uh-huh. And that is all you need. Right. Uh, with While she was standing next to another guy whose brains came out of the back of his head from a bullet shot sure. and landed on her face. Yep. Sploosh. Uh, you know what? I'm in the mood for love. Yeah. <laughs> that guy with the haircut that makes his head look boxy. That's my kind of guy. Uh, my boss got ran over through a brick wall, so I am unemployed. Um, that's a bummer, and I got brains all over me, but, dude, let's totally fuck. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, possibly it'll be my life mate. Sure. Jackie, is this guy the sexy? No. I've already said he's not sexy. Oh. He's a doofer. He is a doofer. Okay. Like, you just don't expect much out of him. He's one of those people that you look at as a lady and go, maybe five pumps? Oh. Well, I he's don't- He's not going down, maybe five pumps. And he's going to be like, uh, uh, to your boobs. And then <laughs> he's going to be like, you're so pretty. And then, uh, 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 and then you're done. Well, we know because the very next thing is the sexy shower. Which is completely awkward and weird. It is really weird. Nobody gets into a shower with their clothes on for one. It's not Neil Breen sexy shower while bleeding out of the side of your head weird, but. And it's not as playful as the love scenes in Bollywood movies that are. Also, staying as far away from any bare skin as they possibly can. And it doesn't have Tommy Wiseau's ass in it. That's nice. Uh, but it's pretty fucking not sexy, this thing. It sucks. It's one of... It's so dumb. And then, instead of, like, the the, the filmmaker, Arizal, like, does the pan up. Uh-huh. But there's nothing to pan up to except for the shower head. So it, like, pans up to a shower head and then dissolves. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he's trying to pan to the fireplace. Exactly. There's no <laughs> fireplace. Don't do the pan up. Just cut to another fucking thing. They should there have just the... done the pan over to the toilet. Don't oh. even do the whole scene. Yeah. There's no nudity because they're super conservative, right? Yeah. And, like, the weird. bedroom scene was enough to imply that, that they, they had... boned. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need to have a, oh, let's have a flirtatious shower with your pants with on. With your pants on. <laughs> His pants are on. His belt. He's wearing a leather belt in a shower room. What a maroon. Uh, okay, so, hey, guess what? She gets nabbed. <laughs> what? Right then. Right after this. They're in their bang place, wherever this is. It's a hotel room or his place or her place. I don't even fucking know. She barely leaves the shower before she's kidnapped by dudes in her apartment. Yeah, he's putting his pants on and right. she's been kidnapped. Nabbing number two. At what point does somebody up the food chain go, you know what? We got to get this Janet lady. <laughs> you can just get her before everybody else does. I, why has the movie shifted from the microfilm to a series of unfortunate events for Janet. Because she worked for Selleck. 
Yeah, and they think that and, she knows and something. Gordon and, and Adam had a conversation off screen, which is the only time either one of them make any sense. Uh huh. Where Adam's like, So you killed the guy that knew something? Yes. Does anybody work for him? Yes. You should go find that person. He owns a series of restaurants. Yeah. He has a lot of people working for him. Then they have another conversation off screen after he kidnaps her, and he's like, you took one of the restaurant people and not one of the nefarious crime division people. Yeah, he's got two businesses, you yeah. dipshit. You don't... What, the dishwasher wasn't available for kidnapping? <laughs> I bet he doesn't fucking know anything either. She knows nothing. She knows nothing. They never bother to ask her. Hey, um, funny thing. Uh, did the, the your dead boss ever mention something about a microfilm by chance? Because uh, we're looking for it. Uh, we'll murder you if you don't get it. And she's going to be like... Even if she knew, she's not the type of person that's like, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. She's like, ah. Uh, she's is. like, I don't give a shit here. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hated him. He was creepy. Yep. Uh, that's when she whips out the compact that he gave her and be like, you know what? This is the caliber of awesomeness my boss was. A makeup compact. Yes. You want this $3 piece of shit? Have at it. And I, movie's over. I had to build a 15 restaurant franchise. In spite of that asshole. And it doesn't even matter because that compact is in the trash can. Oh, this yeah. moron. Or re-gifted to her mother. That could be as well. It's gone. It's gone for fucking ever. And these nutsacks have gone down this wild goose chase of nabbing Janet forever. Like, until they're dead. One of the two is going to happen. Yeah. Ugh. Bad, bad guying. So we've got the idiot plot involved. Sure. And we are now... Uh, now knee deep into our second not fast chase scene. Yes. This one is especially not fast. Oh, man. Uh, it's like 25. The, they capture her in sort of a late 70s Nova uh-huh. four-door. Uh-huh. For, the four-door Nova, not even yeah. the sweet muscle car version. And they merge into traffic <laughs> at six miles an hour in one of the shots. Like... The camera guy was like, can we do this again where they actually drive the car uh-huh. rather than let it roll from gravity onto the street? <laughs> it takes forever. Well, and you know, the camera guy's like, Frank, you got to put your foot on the gas pedal. The camera car is way ahead of you. I can't move the camera as slow as you're moving. Like, my body doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do something. Winorski would have ran down there and took in the, taken the car away from him and right. driven it himself. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. And somehow they teleport to, like, the jungle. They're out in the middle of nowhere instantly. After having a number of shots where they're just in traffic. Uh-huh. Flowing with traffic. Right. But the music is still in the chase mode. Five o'clock traffic stuck here for five minutes. Moving two inches. Uh. Eventually, they get Jake to crash. Sort of. He jumps his car. The guy shoots at it while it's in midair, causing the ass end of it to explode. Unfortunately, the uh, the stunt got a little out of hand here. Yeah. It lands and the entire cabin of the car is on fire. Is on fire. There's mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. inside. On fire. Whoa. I don't know how fast he was able to get. It's There's like, flames oh, pouring God. out of the driver's window. It's shooting out. It is That thing is on fire. Yeah. And what's really scary about it is that they leave that shot for quite a few seconds. Uh-huh. It seems like it's there for a, a long time. 
before somebody goes, hey, do you think we should check on Frank? Right. The stuntman. Well, he hasn't gotten out of the car. Okay, stop rolling. <laughs> I think we've got what we need from the stunt. Let's go check on Frank. Uh, his last words were, did you get the shot? His, his last words were, assholes! Yeah. <laughs> then he hits the button and they all blow up. Right. Uh, guess what? There's flames shooting out of the driver's vehicle or window, but Jake is okay. <laughs> he He's just fine. gets out. He gets out and then shoots at him a couple times and steals a water truck or a gas truck. A fucking gas truck. Ay, ay, ay. So somehow he gets ahead of him in this gas truck. And uh, after they blow it up. Right. With him driving it. Yeah, they shoot at it and it explodes. Uh, duh. And he's okay. He doesn't even. The second time he's been blown up, he's like, you just blew me up a second ago. This obviously isn't going to bother me a second time. <sighs> Well, I can't believe it didn't flip the truck over or anything when the gas behind it blew up. The entire a fucking gas tank, a gas truck, a truck that delivers gasoline but just has exploded behind you. But your cab of your truck and the wheels to where the gas can was being held. there That's all fine. The undercarriage yeah. and the truck part are fine. New, well, new, going on about my business. Yeah, it's because he's got a long way to go. Not a lot of time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow he gets ahead of him. And then crashes into them. Yeah. He, he takes killing his uh, future lover. They ta- he takes and the bridge. It. I guess there's I guess. the road that they were going to is just a loop. Uh-huh. It doesn't go anywhere. Right. Because that's what the only explanation is, because he then head-ons them, killing the two up front instantly, then shooting the guy in the back, and severely wounding his new girlfriend. Right. Well, Sam, it was the road less taken. Ugh. He's probably like, oh, shit, she lived. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, maybe it'll, maybe it'll work out. Yeah. So he gets Janet out. Uh, she goes to the hospital. And uh, within seconds, Adam has launched another plan to nab her. Sure. Before mm-hmm. the oranges can even get warm from being out <laughs> of the fridge. Because she's in a hospital bed and next to her, like. Here's a lot of oranges. This will speed along your recovery. Maybe it's like uh, in uh, Indonesia, they don't deliver flowers. You have FTD, but they deliver uh, oranges. OTD. Yeah, there was flowers on the other stand, though. I don't get it then. What are (laughs) these oranges doing here? (laughs) So he flies a chopper in. Lands it in the parking lot, which seems kind of like a dick move. Usually, he lands choppers on the roof or helipad, wherever. Not just on the fucking where the ambulance needs to go in a fucking hurry. So, he's out there on the street. Uh, His dudes run in, nab her, bring her back down. Meanwhile, another chopper has landed that looks exactly the same as the other one. So, I'm guessing it's like nobody's questioning why this chopper's landing here. Because maybe that's supposed to be like the life flight chopper. Sure. And there's two of them now. Now the real life flight choppers showed up, but nobody really bothers with, hey, where are you taking that patient out of a hospital? Because life flight doesn't take patients out. No. <laughs> yeah, they do. They can. Uh, they can. If, well, like, I guess if you're transporting. Yeah. Them. yeah if yeah. you're you're taking them to like a burn unit that's better in another state. Yeah. Well, right. that's here in the States. I don't know. Maybe they don't yeah, do that in whatever. Indonesia. Yeah. Maybe they use the choppers just to dump them into the river. <laughs> They're like, lost cause, get, load up the chopper. Uh, Jackie, are you they being a total racist here? Last call no. at the hospital on people who were dying? Because that's like the third time you've dissed on Indonesia. Yeah. I don't know anything about Indonesia. It's beautiful. It is one of the most wonderful places you can go as a human being. I'm just saying, in yeah. the world of Jackie and this movie, 
it could happen. All right. I am not saying anything about the people of Indonesia. According to the the rules of this movie, everybody runs around, says, asshole, and then kills people. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. And I mean. The cops are above the law, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Carver sees all this go down. He gets into the other chopper, and then we have a very long, slow chopper chase. <laughs> One that is then fed to us in a manner where there's like people on the streets going, oh, my oh. God, look at this helicopter. Yeah, like chase. Superman's fucking flying overhead and it's or something. Like, no, they're just two helicopters flying there at the same paint job. This is nothing that anyone would give two not, shits about. Not a bit of shit. Uh, there's bullets flying all over the place. Carver, uh, uh, Adam is shooting at the other chopper. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does this guy want? Uh, whatever. Eventually. Janet wakes up and she's like, fuck it. Bad day is getting worse. <sighs> and just like falls out of the helicopter into a lake. Thank God there's a lake down there. Yeah. She would have fallen to her death if there wasn't. But she well, looked he- first. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, there's she a did. lake down there. And she's obviously like low on blood and she doesn't feel right? very good. And she's just like, ah, boy, here I go. Ah. And falls out of this helicopter. Instead of just pushing his ass out. He has his back turned to her. Yeah, he's halfway out of the chopper anyway, shooting. Right. She could totally just put a foot in his back <laughs> and push him out. Right. But no, I'll just open the other door and jump. Well, she, just, she didn't jump. She just flops. She flops I don't think yeah. she had the strength to kick him because she barely has enough strength yet, to fall out of a helicopter. Yet she has the strength to swim across a giant lake to shore. After you belly flop from 200 feet in the air, you're awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and realize, it probably was pretty cold. You're like, well, I'm either swimming or drowning. So whatever I've got left, right? Now there's a problem with lining things up for the people involved in this film because it seems like jake is shooting at her while she's in the way yeah, they didn't do a good job with the shot with the lines right and carver's gun is going all over the fucking place yeah. up and down he eventually clearly is like i guess if i can't have you nobody can't because he fucking shoots janet in the back yeah he shoots her so she's like Oh, I got hit by a car, and then I fell out of a helicopter, and now I've been shot. And then Jake shows up, and he's like, it's okay. And she's like, no, it's fucking not. I got hit by a car by you. It started with me losing my job. I got stolen from a hospital. I fell out of a helicopter 200 feet, had to swim to shore, and then got shot. And all you're doing is shaking my head. Not to mention, you're, you're glossing over the time I didn't get injured when I got a man's brains on me. Yeah bad day it's been a bad day so what are we at two days now for poor janet yeah (sighs) i don't even know if it's that jackie there's no night scenes that are happening and so she's bleeding out now Uh uh-huh pretty badly and uh i'm kind of wondering if that wasn't a real like well we can't afford fake blood let's just cut your arm shoot janet (laughs) (laughs) the actress that plays janet asshole (laughs) uh <laughs> so she's like, I obviously hopefully get to go back to the hospital. And he's like, no, I'm taking you to the fucking Kung Fu monks. Right? <laughs> taking you back to my old pal, weird hair. And after Adam shoots her in the back, he, he doesn't just... shoot her in the back. He gets her in the arm. Whatever. Details. Oh, they matter. <sighs> he, after Adam shoots her, he just fucking leaves. Oh, he doesn't just leave. He then decides to kill the pilot of his own helicopter, throw the body out, and then pilot the helicopter himself, but not go back after that. Right! 
He's well, just like, fuck you. Hey, asshole, you're dead now. Because <laughs> the pilot's like, we got to go back. We're almost out of gas. And he's like, no, I hate gas. Yeah, I'm going to crash this myself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> asshole. Me and my new friend Joe here, we're going to run out of fuel over this reservoir, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you can either be on team exploding chopper or not. Yeah. You can be on team get your own ride yeah. back home. You're either on team exploding chopper or team I kill you ten minutes before that happens. <laughs> your decision. Yeah. Wow. Uh that's pretty spectacular. Uh cut to some bad diving. <laughs> yep. Cabana party. The fourth running theme in this or we up to five now yeah there's a bunch there there's four bad dives sporadically through this nobody lands a dive this is the second and third of the bad dives i mean it's as bad a dive as i've ever seen and it's like a the whole shot is like a mini set piece too where they've got it's going to be a long pan Uh uh-huh it's going to start over here there's going to be two dives and we're going to get to a couple of guys having uh, some cokes. Yeah, they, they, they they're trying to establish placement. that they're at a like a cabana type place. Sure. Mm-hmm. Instead, you get this guy trying to do a jackknife, and he just it, it's a ball flop. It's the worst. He goes, it is terrible. And then, as you're like, wow, that guy did not make his dive. This lady just fucking belly flops right <laughs> after him in the same shot. You're like, what is there? This is the third time this has happened now. There's easily three, four hundred people in front of the camera on this film, and none of them can do a fucking dive. Just ask one time, has anybody ever dove before in a water? <laughs> well, the one guy that tried the jackknife obviously had, because he went big. <laughs> he was like, oh, you want to dive? Watch this. And then got halfway through it and was like, I did not do good. <laughs> Smash. Smash. Uh, hilarious. <clears throat> Jake and Roy are just there having a casual conversation. His girlfriend, future lover, whatever, is at a Shaolin temple where men are trying to capture her the entire time he since she's met him. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I got to get away from you. <laughs> I, need to, just, I need some me time, lady. Yeah, I got to go hang out with she's my bro. Like, I didn't get any medicine. I'm just passed out from blood loss. <laughs> That's okay. He needed a beer. Yeah. Have a nice time with Roy. <laughs> it's getting cold. Cold. Oh, here. I'll tell the shaman to bring you another blanket. Yeah, whatever. Because I here. can't be bothered to get it myself. Yeah. I don't even think he'd go that far. Uh, so they explain the plot again. They're back to mentioning the microfilm, barely. But that's what their deal is. That's what they're... They, this uh, is just a catch you up on what just happened. Right. Soon, because you couldn't without it where Roy confesses that he got the murder charges dropped what uh what murder uh, murder charges or what wait you murdered some people uh, other than the ones we saw you murder in this one yeah but those were bad guys yeah he actually doesn't murder anybody after that point does he uh no he shot a lot of dudes yeah yeah murdered uh, a hooker it seems like he killed somebody that he was not supposed yeah. to. Yeah. And Roy got him off the hook. And it's jovial. I'm like, oh, I got you. Like, <laughs> yeah. this isn't the first time this has happened. No, it is not the first time. And it gets worse because some dude rides in on a motorcycle, starts smashing through tables. I think he's an assassin. It turns out he's just drunk. 
Yeah. And some guys like like they come over and they're going to fuck this dude up. And some other dudes like, dude, chill out. He's just drunk. And they fucking fuck that guy up. Yeah. He punches him right in the face for giving him lip. Uh, well, then- he almost ruined the lime boat. Yeah, that's true. Well, the line. This boats. is the line boat scene. Yep. This thing is incredible. I want one. It's just a boat filled with limes. It's a <laughs> boat filled with limes. And, and it has some bananas <coughs> hanging from the top sure. of it. Sure. Yeah, you see it and you're like, oh, weird, a lime boat. That's mo- that is. They obviously aren't going to involve this in the rest of the movie, are they? And then they do because the guy gets dismounted from the motorcycle by hitting a lime boat. They have a fight on the lime boat. But these are just. Townies. Bargoers. They're just guys. They have nothing to do with Janet's kidnapping, Gordon, Adam, anybody. They're just like, hey, stop beating up people, you fuckers. And then they beat him up, and then one guy gets shot. Roy kills a man. He just kills a guy. He is a cop. He is above the law. Yeah. And they're like, cool, man, let's go. I guess I got to get back to this fucking lady I met. Well, then all of a sudden they're like, Janet. And then they run to the temple. Right. Where Adam and his men are raiding and to nab Janet again. Because now this movie has a raid on a Shaolin temple? Right. Like, I'm pretty sure if that would have happened, they would have gotten their asses kicked. I don't think you go into a Shaolin temple and <coughs> I'm, I'm going to kick your ass with karate. No, I don't think you are. Well, right? here's the problem. Adam does fight the temple master and the temple master's kind of struggling against him but still up and fighting and it seems like they're evenly matched but then gordon just pulls up and shoots, shoots him. him he they have guns <laughs> that's the thing is like guns. shaolin monks don't have guns yeah the guns have been proven to work better than karate <laughs> over and over again well and you know this is where it really breaks from itself in the movie because the monk the shaolin head monk guy uh-huh. right gets shot and then Littlefoot <laughs> screams at Gordon, Little asshole, but he asshole! doesn't kill him. Yeah, but he was already dead. I mean, like, really, they messed up the timing on this shot. I don't. He know. was really upset because it was the first time that he'd had a good fight. And yeah, he'd been, he'd been looking for an actual sparring partner the entire movie, uh-huh. and then Gordon shot him, and he's like, "Oh God damn it, you mother, you motherfucker, you just keep screwing all, up." All you have to do is go shoot the other people. I was fighting that guy. <laughs> I was fighting that guy. I'm just trying to help. Yeah. Hey, guess what? They nabbed Janet. <laughs> yeah, she's like passed out in the sun. She's like chilling. No, like they had her in a bed. She might have not died. And then some of the karate guys like dragged her out into the open where she's now getting a sunburn. Uh, Vitamin D is very important to your mental stability. uh, She is going to have a mental breakdown. They take her back to their next torture palace, wherever this is. And uh, Adam's like, I'm going to fuck you up, bitch, unless you tell me where the fucking microfilm is. And we learn that Adam has a real problem with women. Sure. Because um, he's joking her the whole time. Yeah, but calling her nasty shit like, oh, you slut, you yeah. bitch, you, you piece of fuck. Yeah, he says some nasty shit. Um, and then Gordon's like, hold on. Let me try. I'll get the info. And Adam's like, you better or you're both dead. What relationship do you guys have work wise? Yeah. That's how I treat my employees. Well, I guess. Where's did you? How are those D, DPS reports coming? I'm not done with them yet. Well, I guess if you're not done with them in five minutes, you'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> asshole! Asshole! <laughs> asshole! <laughs> so Gordon's strategy to get her to spill the beans about where this microfilm is 
is to shave her neck beard <laughs> with a straight razor like once and then shake it at her. And then she's like, if you guys would stop hitting me for like two seconds, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Like whatever you say. Does Jake have the microfilm? Yep, he does. <laughs> stop hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> so they do. They stop hitting her and shave her neck. Yeah, he goes one strike up and then he's like, who has the microfilm? And she Tell hesitates. Me or I'm going to do it again. She hesitates. So he punches her in the face and then she's on the floor and she's like, Jake. Oh, okay. Whew. Because so, she's learned that she just needs to scream it out now. Yeah, yeah. Jake gets a hot tip. They uh, call Jake on the phone. Right. But he thinks it's a hot tip. Oh. To go to a hotel where he's, I guess, going to meet a guy who's going to tell him where the film is or where Janet is or whatever. Because he's won a free pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah, that could be as well. <laughs> Who knows what this conversation was about? Yeah. My thought was, you want a free pizza. You need to come to this hotel restaurant uh-huh. to collect your pizza. Roy, I got to go. I got a hot tip. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lead. On some Zaw. Yeah. <laughs> It'll still be hot for 30 minutes. Uh, it's it's a trap. Uh, they said assassins. He goes into the bathroom. They follow him in there. He beats the shit out of these guys. One of them, like, hilariously slides across, across the floor. And may get pee in his mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, he has to chase the last gunman out of there. And yeah. uh, they get into a car chase after jake shoots at pool people he just shoots at some pool goers right not Uh, a good cut he rides on top of the car here like he gets on top of this man's car there's a a tow hitch that's been attached to the center of the roof of the car just so that he can hold on to it yeah exactly uh and then eventually gets off of it shoots the guy and the car crashes into a grocery store way into a grocery store. He yells asshole before he does it. That's true. <laughs> like he falls off the front of the car and stands up and the guy's like, asshole! <laughs> and then shoots his car into a grocery store over the top of a baby. It's This is a fucking expensive stunt for this movie. Sure. That baby was traumatized. Yeah. Pretty nuts. That baby did not get out of the way. Uh, there's a cut, but there's a cut. They could have, there's no way they actually jumped a car over a baby. That would be right. That would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. They have regard for baby life, at least <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe because then <sighs> when you do see the baby, they've really just doused her in all sorts of garbage, garbage and yeah. groceries. And it's insane. And they were like, actually, no groceries were too expensive. That's lead based paint. Back to Gordon. Who's at a <laughs> Back to Gordon, who's at a a pool with some rando chick, and she's like, I had a dream last night. I was bit by a snake, and he's like, was it black or brown? Brown. That was me. I'm sorry. Okay, what? And then they like, like, laugh about it. And then she does the fourth bad dive. Right. And it's the worst one because she positions her arms above her head in an angle that they can't break the water. So she breaks the water with her face. (laughs) She just like does. It's like she face butts the water as hard as she can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the brown snake? I immediately went with turd. I don't know what else it could be. I don't know either. 
I mean, it's not a it, like if, it, if they're talking about wieners, they're doing a bad job. Yeah, because he's obviously does not have a brown wiener. Yeah, you either go. Is it a black snake or a white snake? A white snake. That was my page. It was David Coverdale. Yeah, it was David Coverdale's donger. God damn it. Weird. So uh, they start making out and then Adam's just kind of watching him holding his monkey. Wait, he's got a chimpanzee, too. He's got a chimpanzee now. And the chimpanzee is totally looking, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it. Oh, yeah. And then he fucking kills Gordon. Asshole. Asshole. And kills him. And this is when I have the I have to burn this question. Who works for who? Because one of the henchmen comes out and tries to save Gordon from Adam. Correct. Which means that he worked for Gordon. Correct. So does Adam work for does Gordon work for Adam? But Gordon's got all these guys. Is and, that what's going on? And if you work for a guy. Like Adam, I don't think you just hang out in the pool and bring over whatever lady like to your boss's house. I still think this That's is Gordon's house. Gordon's house. Yeah, and Adam's mm-hmm. bringing over his animals and being weird. Yeah, this relation work relationship is very weird. Including, hey, you're dead because yeah. I think you're involved in not finding the microfilm. You know, our moms were in, were in Bridge Club together, and his mom died when he was pretty young. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just never had the heart to cut him out. And he really likes animals. So I just, I bought him some animals, moved him into a guest house in the I let back. him think that he's in charge. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously getting older. We just need to humor <laughs> him until he dies. Turns out, though, he's crazy as shit and he can kick anyone's ass. Right. So I made some bad calls earlier. Yeah. Well, now they got Janet at a castle at a quarry. I swear to God, it's the same place they blew up the other house. I don't know, but whatever. Uh, The police swarm the place. It's a castle. It's a castle in a quarry. Mm -hmm. Uh, The police swarm it, and Jake comes in, starts blasting dudes. Uh, They get, or uh, Adam gets out of there, but not before he's like, blow this place up. So they light dynamite up. Sure. Dynamite and tires. Blow it up. Uh. Jake's gets on a motorcycle and chases him. Janet doesn't get out. Does anyone care about Janet? I don't think Janet cares about Janet. I bet Janet's going to get some cow gone <laughs> after, uh, after the day. Like, take me away. I was and never bring me back. I got uh, lost my job. I got brains on my face, uh, shot in the back, dropped out of a helicopter, kidnapped so many fucking times. Uh, was in the hospital for a while, got a car crashed into me, and now I have been exploded. But I'm not dead because an arm war landed on me in the explosion. Right. And uh, Roy had the decency to drag me out of it. I've got, I've also got, uh, the, well, another positive is one smooth strip of skin on my neck. No, no more neck beard right there. Yeah. So I got that. <laughs> Didn't seem like I had a lot of hair on my neck, but he shaved me anyway. Adam. Jumps from the truck onto the train, as we discussed. Very dangerous stunt. Jake jumps his motorcycle onto the train into the car. He just rides his motorcycle into the passenger section. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. They fight in the dining car. Jake is losing. This He's is not doing good against Adam at all. A weird deal where you're like, oh, here's the hero fight, right? Mm-hmm. Jake lands a few shots early yeah. on. Yeah. And then is just straight up getting his ass kicked. He proceeds to get his ass Adam is whipped. kicking the shit out of Jake. Yes. And eventually gets him in a chokehold, but Jake 
wisely, I think this is a good move here, grabs the salt or the pepper that's on the table and tosses it in Adam's eyes. Yeah. That would hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, it would. Yeah. And then Adam proceeds to fall out of the train because of it. And gets drug underneath the train. We see him. He's like, ah, and they do a reverse shot where he could just let go. But they imply that he got ran over by the train. Yeah. Which is not what would have happened. So uh, I guess he's dead. He's dead. So they have a party at the consulate. Consulate party. Okay, wait, what? Do, 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 do. The Bring general. in the consulate band, the house band. <laughs> there's like, yeah, a band, and there's some stuffy white guy that's like, there you go, general. We have haven't solved the case because the microphone's still gone, and I guess a guy is dead, but They've got we're champagne, having a party. or d'oeuvres. They've got one of those chocolate fountains. Like, it's a real fucking fancy party. Everybody's in their suits and ties. Uh-huh, the ladies uh-huh. are in fancy silk dresses. Mm-hmm. Jake and Janet may or not be married now. They mention somebody's honeymoon. Honeymooners. And she's the only woman standing there. Uh oh. Janet's week just got a whole lot worse. Yeah. She's now married to that guy. To that guy. Apparently she signed the papers during the marriage license during the explosion. Yeah, right. <laughs> that she didn't get out of. Uh Jake or Janet finds the microfilm in the inside the uh makeup case. Hey, yeah. whoa. Uh, that she probably would have just thrown in the trash, making Selleck the dumbest boss ever. Uh-huh. Um, hey, guess who comes in? Adam. Adam! He's not dead! He's just dirty. <laughs> and wearing the same clothes from before. <laughs> he had to walk there. They got to ride the train to the party, right? He had to walk. <laughs> uh, Jake comes in and they fight, ending with Adam getting his foot stuck in an armoire <laughs> and then landing backwards onto a table leg. It's a coat hanger. Impaling him? It looks like he just gets hit in the chest by it and then falls over because he's tired. I guess. I, I did not follow how all of that happened. It was very awkward. Yeah. The end. The end. I'm going to have my first question out front because we just talked about it two sentences ago. Did Adam die or did he just get tired and fall over? I think it's implied that he's impaled upon something. It's a coat hanger. But it doesn't look right. It doesn't. And he survived everything else. The uh-huh. coat hanger got him. Uh-huh. Right. I think he's alive. He's like playing possum. And he's like, all right, when the coroners come to get me, then I'll get up and I'll run away and I'll try and get another day. And get that fucking microfilm or Janet. I'm not really sure which one I care more about because my first question is, does he even give a shit about the microfilm? He can't possibly because they say that he had already devised a plan to rob and blow up Wall Street. And if the microfilm has information about that, he already knows how to do it. Right. He doesn't even need that shit. He just needs to go rob and blow up Wall Street as if that's a thing you can do. And he shoots Janet in the back where she is his only lead to it at all. And it's a stretch that she's even a lead. And he already knows about it. Right. No, he just is a fucking psychopath. He's nuts. Yep, bonkers. Mm. Jackie? So, are my, I guess you kind of already talked about my first question. Are they married? It, right. Are they going to get let's, married? Let's say that they're married. Because, you know, fuck he it, was she like, loves him. I'm going to take you to an island after all of this and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And with as conservative as the country is, right. would that mean that they're getting married because they did the nasty mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. 
now he was going to take her away. So now it's like, all right, they, you're they got obligated. Married. They got yeah, married. They had to get married because of the film code, probably. Which leads me to my next question. What number is this for Jake? Marriage? How many <clears throat> widows does Jake have? 17. Janet does not survive this marriage. <laughs> I don't think she survived the title credits. By the time the credits rolled all the way to the bottom in the freeze frame, she'd been killed in the story world. So how many times has he like this just seems like Tuesday for Jake. I'm going to go with 10. Like it's got to be a lot of widows that have been murdered because of Jake really not even giving a shit about human life. Yeah, 17. He is one of the worst protagonists that we've ever had on the show. Yeah, he I wanted him to die. <laughs> yeah, the term anti-hero isn't it? He's a non-hero. Yeah, exactly. Anybody else? Who the hell is Gordon? Just the rich, muscly playboy dude. What does he have to do with anything? Uh, because I think he's, he's got it for guys. the money. He wants more money. He's like a henchman warehouse. I guess. No, he doesn't want more money because he's going to spend $5 million of his own fucking money to make Adam feel important about something. I just don't understand how his his position in, in any of this doesn't make any sense. I think I'm with Jackie. It seems like he owed him a favor and is just like, oh, fuck, this is going too far. I promised my mom on her deathbed. I uh, can't get rid of him because he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. I've tried to, like, leave him out in the desert a couple of times, but he always finds his way home. Final recommendations, gang. Let's start with Jackie. Do not. Really? Huh. Okay. Wait, why, why do you say do not? Um, To get to the good parts, it was just too slow for me. Okay. And I I fell asleep. You did. Uh, but in your defense, you've had a long weekend, so maybe the film had nothing to do with that. Maybe the film had nothing to do with that. But I did feel like it was slow and repetitive, and I... <laughs> repetitive is definitely a word yeah. we can use. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe bored on a Tuesday. Okay. Uh, I am going to give it a do. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's bonkers, dumb, bad movie. There is a few draggy parts. The car chases are like, uh, stop with this. Um, but it's it's my kind of garbage movie. So I give it a do. Yeah, I loved it. It was sort of my favorite Indonesian film so far. And as I already said, it was sort of like the best find since uh Killer Elephants on a Kung Fu Rampage for me. It's been about mm -hmm. five years since I found something that I liked this much. Yeah. And uh, the second time around, the helicopter scene was a little draggy. But for the most part, I thought it was hot shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. On YouTube. Check it out. Sam, do you think you're going to go down the Azrael rabbit there's, hole? There's Arc Archangel. What's his name? Arizal. Aristopoli. <laughs> Aristopoli? Yeah. Aristopoli? Yeah. Are you going to... There's gonna... one more with him and Chris Mitchum that's supposed to be crazier than this one. Wow. All right. So that one may show up at some point. Well, speaking of other things streaming, we're going to get to some streaming news and notes this week, starting with one that Jackie and I watched currently on Amazon Prime, starring Brooke Shields in her first acting role when she was like 13? Alice, Sweet Alice is what it's called. A horror film from, I believe, 72. Jackie, this was your pick as far as the streaming do's and don'ts. Uh, 
what was your uh, thoughts on Alice, Sweet Alice? I I liked it. You did? Hmm. And then at the end, I, and I think this is the reason that I liked it. I was confused about who actually killed who. It's pretty. And who was actually involved. Not clear yeah. what the resolution is. Uh, there, there's these two sisters. Um, and one, strangely, is playing like a 10 years old. And she looks like a 10 year old. I looked it up and the actress was 19. Like, what happened? Do you drink too much coffee when you were a baby? Um, anyways, so she's got jealousy issues with Brooke Shields. And ends up murdering her. But then there's other people getting murdered. There's like this weird, creepy, fat neighbor who gets murdered. And the her dad gets murdered. And you're supposed to believe that it's it's this girl because she wears this creepy mask and dresses like a school girl. Uh, but then it's not that or it may be that. I don't know. It wraps up weirdly. Uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was I thought it was bleh. I thought it was meh. But it's uh, supposedly a classic horror movie. I thought it was. I've heard of it, but I've never watched meh. it. Meh. Meh all the way. So, <laughs> do from you. Yep. Do, do not from me. Uh, moving on. Sam and I watched this also currently on Amazon Prime, starring nobody we've ever heard of Hollywood Cop. So, Hollywood Cop is your typical B movie uh, action tough cap uh, out of, but uh, I believe this was done by the same guy. What's his name that does uh, Samurai Cop and uh, sure. the Young Rebels? And it's got the lead is the same lead as she and Cameron Mitchell stops and Cameron by. Mitchell stops by. So yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of good parts. Uh, and there's it's a whole kidnapping plot, uh, very Young Rebels esque as well, where yeah. a Young little scamp. I mean, this kid is just great. <laughs> Gets kidnapped by bad guys, and he's just like the chillest little dude about it ever. He's kind of having fun, not being a little brat at all. Like, let me go, you motherfuckers. He's just chilling. And they're like, you son of a bitch, child. I fucking hate you. You in your mouth. And he's like, dude, I'm not even doing anything. I'm just sitting in this room being quiet, assholes. Anyways, eventually he bribes the dog. <laughs> yeah, he makes friends with the guard dog. And they become like this whole side story on their own. Right. While action cop guy is working with his mother and banging her uh, to try to find this child. Uh, Sam? I really liked Hollywood Cop. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. it involved a bunch of... Uh, in it was just your those classic uh, or not the non classic eighties B movies that are all shot in, in L A. Uh -huh. Ninety percent of them are garbage. This is part of the ten percent that actually stays moving well enough that you can actually enjoy it. Yeah, it's not your typical a bunch of dickheads that hang out at the bar got enough money to make a movie. Mm -hmm. L A. Cop movie, right? Uh, I also liked it. It's not great to me. I still prefer the Young Rebels over all of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I give it a do if you're into if you're into all that '80s cop shitty movies, uh, tough, uh, real, real bad men, uh, Samurai Cop, obviously, Miami Connection to a degree, fighting sure. bullshit cop movies. Yeah, do it. this is your bag, baby. Yeah, I liked this one better than than Samurai Cop. Okay, yeah. Mm. And I'm going to start adding in my own segment for the, all the ones that I don't watch. Oh, not this again. And I'm either going to give an interested or a not interested. All right. 
This one I'm going to give an interest in. Mm. I would be interested in watching this. I don't think you would. Because uh, the dog factor. Yeah, right, right. Well, unfortunately. The dog's not that big of a deal. And it ends poorly. Uh, we have to move on. Last but not least, uh, streaming also on Amazon Prime, but now you have to rent it $2.99. I usually don't say this. I think this is totally worth it. Vamp from 1986. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this is right. And it's not. It's a Corman picture. Which doesn't make any which sense. doesn't make any sense. The guy that directed it didn't really work again. So he probably took too long to make it. Which doesn't make any sense. And you watch it and they went nuts with lighting. Oh, my God. It looks as good as any movie. Like, it, it's a real movie. It looks really good. Like, fucking John Hughes could have directed this movie. And it's it's vamp. It's about vampires. Yeah. These two dudes who are in college need to bone chicks, I guess. So they, in typical 80s fashion, they have a weekend out with the goal of boning chicks, but they go to a strip joint where everybody inside the strip joint is a vampire. Except the new girl. Except for the new girl. Uh, show favorite, Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Dee Dee Pfeiffer. And Grace Jones is the head vamp. Yes. From uh, James Bond fame. It's I was so surprised by this movie. It was not what I expected. It wasn't like I do. I can't compare it to another film because of how oh, unique it is. The Donger is in it. Oh, yeah. Long Duck Dong. Long Duck Dong who is steals it. the fucking show. He does. Uh, it's not just that this is a do and it's a do for two ninety nine. Like. This instantly became my favorite vampire movie. Oh, totally. Completely. And, like, instantly was like, why isn't this a fucking thing? Like, this should have had John Cusack in it and uh, been, like, a staple. Like, like weird science yeah. level of staple. I never even heard of it before. Yeah. What the fuck? So, yeah, totally. You want, if you're going to do the interested or not interested, vamp is for you, Jackie. Well, I got news for you both. Huh. I've heard you guys talking about this. Right. And I was going to pick it for my next pick. Ooh. Oh. I, unfortunately, so, it's not allowed because it is a not a bad movie. It's uh, too good. It's too good. Dang. It's in that weird in between. I'm interested. Definitely interested. Oh, yeah. You want to see it. The art direction and the way that it's shot, like the interiors is sort of reminiscent of like Beetlejuice. It's yeah. really mm. a very unique film. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of fun. Very funny. Long Duck Dong is hilarious. Uh, the makeup is great. The vampires yeah. look great. Uh, there's a concise, consistent story. Uh, the acting's good. Uh, all of it is good. It should have been a thing. So, yep, definite two from me um, and everybody here. Got some listener feedback from listener Cindy M. She says, Oh, my God. That's not how she talks. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that's how if someone does a capital OMG, you have to kind of do your best to expand upon what that would sound like. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I can't believe I never realized you were based in Boise until now. I was at Comic-Con last weekend and met Brett Spiner too. So there you go. If you were there on Saturday, I was cosplaying as Catwoman because head-to-toe faux leather is always a good idea in 100-degree heat. Oof. Yeah, I bet that got uh, real slippery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, she says, love you guys. Hope to meet you all someday. And I love ripping apart bad movies just as much as you do. Oh, so thanks for shouting out to us, Cindy. Uh, if you want to have uh, your comments and thoughts read out on the show, hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Stinker Madness uh, or Twitter.com forward slash Stinker Madness. Email us, which is uh, the best method. Talk at StinkerMadness.com. Oh, and you can also call us, of course. Hit the call button on our goddamn website. Leave us a voicemail, you sons of bitches. Yeah, when is somebody going to call in and say how wonderful I am? Tired of begging for him. Yeah. Jackie. And, you know, if you want that lady wants to meet up, Jackie's out of mayonnaise. She could bring that Catwoman outfit from the hot day. And get you out of it. <laughs> you won't have to get any of that store-bought mayonnaise. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Butthole mayonnaise. No. All right. Well, gang, uh, we'll see what happens with Jackie's pick next week. And Now that it's been ruined. Yeah, sorry. Get to Zay Chopper. Asshole. Asshole. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.